0: How's it going everyone? You're very welcome once again to another episode of the Fantasyland FPL podcast. Coming up on today's podcast, I'll review my own team's Game Week 12 performance, we'll look at the good and bad, we'll talk about my rank, we'll talk about potential transfers and injury concerns ahead of the weekend. Dara's not here today, but he has sent in a voice note with his opinions on Game Week 12 and some of his plans for Game Week 13. And we'll also take a look at some of the teams with the best fixture runs and the predicted points of the top players for the next three or four game weeks. So sit back, relax and let's get stuck into it. As always, if you want to follow us, you can do at FantasylandFPL on X and we're also over on Instagram. So I'll just get stuck into my own team's performance, I guess. So game week 12 was a pretty good game week. I had a lot of players that done well a lot of players that didn't do so well but i suppose it was mainly good i finished it up with 88 points um all out i went from 972k to 507k and pretty happy with that to be honest it's a nice little jump it's been a good couple of weeks for my team i've put together i suppose a decent number decent couple of game weeks now with decent points returns The good for myself, Salah, had him as captain, he scored 16 points, so I ended up with 32. Haaland also scored 16, so it was a good week either way if he captained either Salah or Haaland. Jared Bone with 8 points, but he's been flagged now as a potential injury for game week 13 I'll get into that in a bit. Simikas with 15 points, huge haul from the Liverpool defender. Pedro Paro with 5 points, but could have been so much more if Spurs... Could have held out and beat Wolves by that goal to nil on Saturday. But that's how FBL goes. And finally Watkins scored 6 points. But another one who could have been so much more. I think uh, his miss late on or at the start of the second half was absolutely glaring. And it goes back to the conversation we've had before about Ollie Watkins. Yes he's having an unbelievable season. But sometimes the chances he misses are... Incredible. So I think a little bit more of a clinical edge to Ali Watkins, and he would be the uh, complete Premier League striker at that price point. So there, the good points, the bad. Matoma one point didn't start against Sheffield United. Doku zero points did start against Chelsea, but got taken off around the fifty sixth or fifty seventh minute. So he's a bit of a concern now. Obviously, he done well a few weeks ago. For myself, scored twenty two points. But if he's going to be a rotation risk, I don't know how much longer you can kind of hold on to a player like that. Matty Cash with two points. He is flagged for this weekend as well. Kieran Trippier with one point. Newcastle lost 2-0 to Bournemouth. And Ariola keeping up his appearances of uh, not keeping any clean sheets, he finished up with two points. West Ham's defence hasn't been the best this year, so... Look, he's still a good goalkeeper, but it would be nice to get a clean sheet every once in a while. So, that's it, 88 points all out, moved from 972k to 507k. Good movement in this game week, hopefully another Green Arrow this weekend. So, points-wise, regards rank where I'm off, so 300k, I'm 11 points off that, Um, which isn't isn't too bad i suppose if, if if you uh if you consider where it was maybe three or four weeks ago in around the 2.2 million mark 19 points off 200k i'm not really looking as far as that at the minute if i can just make small incremental rises towards that 100k mark it would be good and then yeah finally the 100k mark i'm about 31 points off that at the minute so still a bit of a way to go but hopefully the next few weeks we can uh, rectify that as there is no more international breaks now, we've a clear run of Fantasy Premier League between now and the end of the year and into the new year. So hopefully it'll be a good couple of months for uh, all of us with the lots of green arrows. Um. So that's the game week 12 wrapped up, my own performance and uh, where I am regards rank. So I did mention there a couple of players that are flagged in my team. I do have four players that are flagged in my team. Um, I have... Uh, Jar Bone, first and foremost, he is the first player I'll cover. So I've checked for a little bit of information about this on social media, and the reports are from a West Ham account that I've seen on X. He says that the injury that Bone has is a knee injury, and there is a uh, fluid building up around the knee. Okay, I'm not a medical expert, but it does say. That the recovery times for this can vary. So it might make him fairly doubtful for game week 13 So if you have plans to move Bowen on. Then it could be a good time to do so. That's him covered. Matty Cash. I don't have particular information on Matty Cash. Only that it is a knock. He may be okay for the weekend. But I think Villa's fixtures are changing in the next few weeks anyways. So it might be a good idea maybe to move him on. If you're inclined to do so. Uh, Matoma is the next one. He's injured again. That's down as a knock. He didn't start against Sheffield United. De Zerby has really proven himself as a bit of a master rotator along with Pep Guardiola. So it's not it's it's never good when you have a player like Matoma, who obviously is a really good FPL asset, and he's just getting rotated. You know, it just doesn't make life any easier. So I don't really have much information on Matoma either. I'll have to check that up. Another player in my team that is flagged and I do have information about and it's from a fairly credible source. So Fabrizio Romano, nearly couldn't pronounce that there, um, gave us an update on Haaland and he says that he should be fine for the weekend. So I would, uh, don't, don't do anything with Haaland, obviously keep him, big game the weekend against Liverpool and he should be fine. So that is pretty much the state of affairs with injuries in my team four flags um you know not great like matoma bowen hallen and cash some of them may make it but then you know there's others that probably will be completely ruled out i'm not too hopeful of jar bowen to be honest i think he's probably not going to make it for the weekend so i'll have to come up with a plan for that bearing in mind i only have one free transfer so that makes life a little bit more difficult um you know i could take a minus four there's a couple of issues i want to sort out anyways um, there could even be a minus A on the cards. I I don't know. I haven't decided yet. The time recording this is only Thursday, so I'm gonna wait for a little bit more information, and then when I have a better idea of who may make it and who may not make it, then uh, I'll make a decision. Then, so that's how I'm looking ahead of game week 13, and uh hopefully, when we get more news, we'll be able to make uh, judgment on some of those injuries. So let's look ahead to some of the fixtures in game week 12 and just do a brief kind of overview of what's going to happen so the big game on Saturday morning obviously is going to be Man City and Liverpool we'll talk about captaincy in a bit but you've literally you've Erling Haaland and Salah going up against each other so that's always going to be a game where it's going to be a little bit tricky maybe some people will just say "Nah, I'm just going to captain Haaland going to captain Salah I'm going to be happy enough with it Burnley play West Ham, uh, Luton play Crystal Palace, Newcastle-Chelsea, that's going to be an interesting game, Newcastle in a little bit of tricky form at the minute, Chelsea's form picking up a little, so the likes of Cole Palmer and uh, Raheem Sterling will uh, will be looked at with interest over the weekend. Nottingham Forest and Brighton, so Brighton have been kind of up and down in the last few weeks, they've drawn a couple of games, they've won a couple of games, Forest are a team... Forest are a funny one. Last year, we would have identified them as a team that, if we had good attackers, we could play them with a lot of confidence against Forest. But I don't think Forest are that bad. I think actually they've improved a lot this year, and you know they could be, you know, fairly steady again, and they could stay up quite comfortably. So, I mean, it's not the fixture that. Last year we would have said that's a banker for Brighton attackers, so we'll just have to wait and see. Sheffield United play Bournemouth. Dominic Solanke is a player that is getting a lot of attention at the minute. I believe that people are identifying him as a a player to bring in for the festive period of games. So obviously we have a lot of games, a lot of deadlines, a lot of lot of fixtures and he is a player that plays every week plays 90 minutes every week on penalties and he's got an attack and return or two in his locker as well so he's an interesting one Brentford play Arsenal at half five we're looking at the likes of Saka I you know he hasn't hit the heights in the last few weeks I don't own him now so I've got away with one the last few weeks usually you know when I don't have Saka he punishes me but he hasn't done a great amount of damage so far so as long as that stays like that, I'm happy enough. Brian and Bumo on the Brentford side is going to be a very popular asset as well. I see a lot of people who may have went away from Brian and Bumo are looking to come back once again because Brentford's fixtures actually look decent in the short term. Remember, they do have a blank in 18. That's worth noting as well. So just check it out on the fixture difficulty rating. You'll see there they have a blank. Sunday then Spurs play Aston Villa. So Wally Watkins and Human son will be interested in that one. Son may be a captaincy pick against Villa, but it's always a tough game. Villa are a very, very good side. They've improved again this year. They were good last year, but they have went on to a whole new level this year, especially at home. They're very good. Everton play Manchester United at half four. It's always very difficult when you look at Manchester United, whoever they're playing week on week. They played Luton last week, beat them by a goal to nil playing Everton this week, Everton of course after getting hit with that huge 10 point financial fair play penalty it's hard to know you know, I-, I still think they're in a pretty good position to stay up Do you know, even though as a Leeds fan you're looking at it, last year if they got that punishment last year maybe we would have stayed up, I don't know, just saying putting it out there, but um, yeah it's a tough game, tough game for Manchester United because Everton be- will be well up for that at Goodison Park Finally, then Monday you have Fulham and Wolves to round off the weekend. Uh, not particularly the most exciting game in the world between Fulham and Wolves, but um, all the all the less there is probably some interest in Wolves players. Um, as Dara Dara actually mentions in his voice note, there's a couple of players that uh, he's been keeping an eye on in that team. So Dara is going to do most of the potential targets as he does every single week. Um, I've just logged on to the fantasy football. Hub website and uh, as I've done in the last couple of weeks and um, I just do a quick overview of the predicted points for the la- for the next three game weeks or the next game week so here on the website today I've looked at a game week range from game week 13 to 16 so I'll just briefly go through this Sun is the top player that's predicted to score the most points over the next three weeks he's predicted to score 54.3 points uh, he's owned by 40% of City's 9.7 million. He's fixtures against Aston Villa, Manchester City and West Ham coming up. And he also has a game against Newcastle. So, you know, I don't know if, if that's entirely accurate. Maybe it is, maybe it isn't. I don't know. Um, them fixtures look tricky on paper. Erling Haaland is just behind him, he's actually on 54.9, I don't know how that's right, I mean if Sun is the top one, maybe it's fixtures based, but he's on 54.9, uh, he has Liverpool, Tottenham and Aston Villa, they're tough fixtures as well, Salah is next, 13 million, owned by 46% of the game, and uh, he is expected to score 53.4 in the next 3 weeks. Um, so yeah, it just goes in that it just goes in that list. Then so you have Bruno then behind him. He's on forty four points. Uh, Anthony Gordon's on forty. Bukayo uh, Saka's on forty two as well. So it's worth going into the website to have a look and see who's going to do well over the next three weeks. I mean, you know, if it's useful in any way, then uh, you may find some usefulness from it. And um, so yeah, with that, I've done all my kind of stuff. I will hand over. Now we'll take a listen to Dara's voice note with some of his opinions from game week 12 and some of the plans for game week 13. So let's take a listen to that.
1: Hi Steve and all the listeners. Uh, It's good to be back thinking about FPL after the international break. Uh, So again, unfortunately, myself and Steve uh, are unable to... ...to join up on Zoom for the podcast this week. So I'm just sending this uh, voice note or voice recording instead. Uh, so yeah, I'll just start off with my team, the good and the bad. So the good was Salah, he got me 16. Uh, Simicus got me 15 for Liverpool as well. He got two assists and he got bonus points as well. Haaland got 16. Um, he got me thirty-two points. He was my captain. Bowen got eight. Uh, Ali Watkins got six. Um, Saka got five, and then the rest got twos and ones. So I ended up having a very, very good week. Um, I got ninety-one points. So I needed that badly after a couple of bad weeks, and like the average was for all teams was sixty-four. So I was well over that, which I'm happy with. And the highest points total for a team was one hundred twenty-nine. Um, I moved up about 600, 700,000 places in the world. So um, I was outside the one. I was 1.2, 1.3 million. Um, so I am up to about 600, 700,000 now at the moment. Um, so I'm happy with that, very happy with that. Need it badly. Uh, so I'm looking for another good Game week 13 this week. So I will look at players that performed well. Some of them we can target for future transfers this week or or, or the week after, depending on their fixtures and then maybe form and injuries as well. So I was just looking at the fixtures from last week, and the first team that popped up was Wolves. Um, So Lamina there got... um, three bonus points and he he looked quite good Um, the other two there I'm not really familiar with Cunha and Sarabia they also performed very well and um, they look like good players but look we're again it's Wolves so we're not 100% sure of them and they've tough enough fixtures coming up against Fulham and Arsenal I think they're away to Fulham Um, so yeah just ones maybe to look at for the future then we have Arsenal, I think, um, with the likes of defenders there, kind of Saliba, uh, got a goal, got bonus points, Inchenko as well was the same. Um, two players you could definitely look at getting in an Arsenal defender. They're away to Brentford, home to Wolves, and then away to Luton, so decent fixtures coming up, especially Wolves and Luton. Uh, Saka then has been consistently performing all year so I think most people have him anyway Uh, Eze is back from injury for Crystal Palace Uh, they have good fixtures decent fixtures coming up away to Luton and away to West Ham United Uh, Lerma as well was the other player there that got three bonus points played very well got an assist um, I've always, always liked Eze so I had him in for a while at the beginning of the season uh, but he didn't uh, really do the business then so I, I sold him on uh, Solanke for Bournemouth got 2 goals, 3 bonus points they have Sheffield United next so yeah it could be an option but again I suppose we're our strikers we have Haaland we have Watkins um, and there's other strikers we might choose ahead of him but I guess as an an outside shot Someone that you could get in or for a one-week a punt, one punt. Aston Villa players have been always on the list recently with their fixtures. Their fixtures are turning a little bit coming up, so I think they're away to Tottenham. But the likes of Watkins there and Diaby played well and have been performing well all season. Next up then is Brighton. Um, Adingra is a player that I saw a lot of YouTubers and podcasters talking about a few weeks ago. Uh, especially one, I think it was FPL mate mentioned him, and he was kind of correct in what he was saying. Uh, he played very well. He got, I think, got man of the match. He got three bonus points. He got a goal. Um, so their fixtures are they're okay. They're away to Tottenham would be tough, and then away at the Bournemouth, which might be better. Uh, Liverpool players: Salah, Simicus, Diego Jada performed very well. But very, very tough fixtures away to City and I think away to Tottenham or either Holmes Tottenham. Very, very tough fixtures. So I guess if you have them, keep them. Maybe not players to buy in if you don't have them. But Salah can produce it against anyone, a bit like Haaland. Uh, Bowen for West Ham and Ward-Prowse being very, very consistent this year. West Ham actually probably have the best. Of the fixtures coming up. They're away to Burnley and home to Palace. But I see Bone there has an injury. uh, I think he's 75% knee injury on the app itself. So hopefully he'll be fit uh, come the weekend. Uh, Langa, the former United man for Nottingham Forest. He got a goal and he's been playing quite well recently. They're home to Brighton and home or away to Everton. In the next a couple of fixtures, um, near the end of this list, but Chelsea players, a couple of them that did well. Jackson got a goal. Gallagher got two assists, two bonus points, and Reece James got an assist. Uh, I've always, I suppose, liked to have got James in, but whenever I've got him in, he just doesn't perform. But he's he blows hot and cold and a lot of injuries. I think he could get, if he could stay injury free, he'd be a great, great asset to have. Gallagher, for I think his palace there two years ago, who's on loan, was a brilliant pick uh, at the moment with Chelsea. Like it's hard to hard to know with him, but uh, he's performed well in that last game. Uh, City, obviously, like Haaland. Um, most people have him anyway. It's hard to look past him, and although he he got sixteen points, he's on an injury seventy five percent. I think it's his ankle, uh, so that will be um, that will be tough for him. And I think City are home to Liverpool. Tough enough fixture, and then I think they are away to or home to tottenham if i'm correct let me just check that and see if that is the correct fixture um yeah so that's my list and i just noted down here burnley have very the nicest fixtures probably of all teams but they're not a team you would want to be really looking at uh, for players that don't have any standout players, so it's very, very hard to pick anyone from them. So, City are home to Liverpool and then home to Tottenham and away to Aston Villa. So, three tough enough fixtures, but again, it's City and they're home for the two tough fixtures, so they're still, um, you'd imagine, they perform. So, I said Liverpool, I think earlier I said Liverpool. Yeah, Liverpool are away to City. Um, but they're actually home to Fulham. I think I have a mistake here. I had totten them down. Just change that. Uh, so I'll move on to my captain picks. And captain picks is tough this week because a lot of teams are up against each other. And there's the teams that you would normally pick up tough enough fixtures. Like Haaland, home to Liverpool, is probably the standout. But then again, he's injured, so we don't know how fit he's going to be. Do we go for a Brighton player away to Nottingham Forest? Possibly. Saka. uh, Away to Brentford. Not an easy fixture. I think Brentford have a good record over Arsenal as well. Uh, Sun. Maybe home to Villa. And then Bone. Away to Burnley. Good fixture. But I think he's injured. Or he's down 75%. So the two there that you might pick are kind of injury risk. So it's hard to know but i think if he's past fit i think it's hard to see past talent so steve you might have some other options there um for captaincy and players to target or players to watch so hopefully you all have a good game week 13 and myself and steve will try and get back on the pod together next week so have a good week and i'll talk to you all soon
0: Thanks a million to Daruan for sending in the voice note to us and next week we will definitely try and do the podcast together. Um, it's been too long in fairness. So yeah, Dara's given us some thoughts on the players that done well in Game Week 12, some options for Game Week 13. Some of my own players that I wanted to speak about before I finish up here. Um, Cole Palmer, 5.2 million um, on penalties very, very interesting uh, asset and a gift from the FPL gods, you could say. He provides a lot. I mean, in terms of his price point, he he's still an enabler. Like, I mean, you're going to save money with having someone like Cole Palmer in your team. Chelsea's fixtures change in game week 16, as far as I know. And that is going to be very, very interesting after that. Because then, you know, you have in Nkunku... Uh, coming back for Chelsea as well. Is that going to change the dynamic for Palmer? I don't know. I still think he's probably going to keep his place. He's a good player. Um Sterling is another player that you know ticks a lot of interest, 6.9 million. I wouldn't run out and get Sterling straight away because you know I'd I'd wait just another couple of weeks to see how he goes. And Rhys James, I like Rhys James as an option because I know he's similar to Chilwell. Chilwell has been out uh, the last last couple of months or the last uh, you know eight or nine weeks, and um, I think if he shows a little bit of form, then he could be someone interesting to go back for again. So, um, just it's just three players in Chelsea there that I've just been kind of thinking about the last couple of days, and when their fixtures turn, you know, they could be actually really good players to uh, pick up in uh, from well from game week sixteen and beyond. With regards to captaincy picks, so. What do I think? Um, I suppose, regards fixtures, look, Erling Haaland and Salah are playing each other. I would not bet against people captaining Haaland or Salah, um, you know, on either side. I I think they both have potential to do well, they both could score in that game. Apart from that, it's a tough week for captaincy, you look at Newcastle, Chelsea... There's no one really that stands out there. I mean, are are you going to pin all your hopes on a Sterling? You know, Newcastle aren't a bad team. Newcastle are an excellent team. I know they've had their injury problems. And I know their form has been patchy. But they're still very good. Brighton play Forest. There's no one really stand out either in that game. That kind of, you know, would pique interest. Brentford and Arsenal. Saka. As I mentioned there, Saka probably hasn't hit the heights that he's been expected to the last couple of weeks. So... He still doesn't represent a huge, you know, interesting option. Spurs asked the Villa on Sunday. Son, perhaps. But I feel like with Madison out injured, Son's influence is probably not as great. And it's harder for him to, you know, get on the end of attacking returns when he doesn't have that creativity of James Madison around him. So it's just something to think about. So for me, I would... I'm like my cap, but the, the captaincy iron at the moment is on Salah. It's probably going to stay there because I think he's in really good form. I think it's hard to ignore when a player is in that good of form. And on international duty, I know it's international duty, but he's done really well with Egypt as well. So um, it's probably going to stay on Salah unless I have a sudden change of heart on Saturday morning. Um, about the captaincy I think it's going to stay on Salah he's been really good to me the last three or four weeks and anytime I've captained him in the last few weeks he's done massively massively well so I'll probably just leave it at that it's it's absolutely fine and you know if it works out it's fine and if it doesn't then you know I, at least I can say I went for a player that potentially could have done really well I'll leave it at that for our Game Week 13 preview. We'll be back next week looking ahead to Game Week 14. And hopefully myself and Darby on the podcast. I know we say that every week, but um, we will try our very best. So best to look for Game Week 13. It's good to have FPL back. And we look forward to a very, very busy period between now and the end of the year. Uh, we'll talk to you soon and bye for now.